Ask the Lord to order your footsteps. Ask him to be the, the captain of that ship. Ask him to show you the way and he will establish your plans. Anything that God establishes, it cannot be uprooted. Just saying. Welcome to the 100th episode of Create with Kendra. Woo! How exciting is that, y'all? We have made it to 100 episodes here at the mic. You all have been engaged with me so well. Thank you so much for getting us here to episode 100. I'm super excited. We're going to celebrate for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> So every single week, like y'all know, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing their best. And this week, we are going to recognize Special Harris. She's a self-taught optician located in Compton, California, who specializes in dreadlock maintenance, style, color, and more. Once she gets her hands in your head, believe me. You'll never be the same. So if you want to check out her work, head on over to Instagram. You can follow her at Styles. For those that are new to the show, um, every single week, you have an opportunity to submit questions or topics of discussion to the show. How you can do so, you can head on over to www.unassociated.com slash askkendra for more information. Y'all see my um 100 and fabulous sash? Yes. I love it. I had a little tiara, but it's a little too tight. You know, that's probably for the kids' head. Let me see. There was something else that I wanted to say. Yes, I remember. So, because it is the 100th episode, I want to challenge everyone to send this episode and invite someone to come and listen to the show. Okay. Right now, wherever you are, if you're not driving, if you're not driving, copy and paste this episode or the link to the show, whether if it's in Apple podcasts or if it's in Spotify and send it to everybody. Okay. Just send it out. Um, because we want more folks just to be able to engage and come over, right? Come over to the show and check us out over here. So today's conversation, I want to talk about planning for major success. This is something that I asked the Lord about what is it that we're going to talk about for this particular episode. And the Lord led me to talk about planning for major success. Um, it's it's a two it's a twofold conversation. The first part I want to talk about what success looks like in the eyes of man versus what success looks like in the eyes of God. Okay. Um, just a quick little prayer, Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to be here. God, I pray that you open up our, 
are understanding to what you have to say, God. I pray that there is no glory for me or for anyone, only for you, God. I pray that someone is blessed, that the people are edified, that you are glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So let's get into it. The What does success look like in the eyes of man? Now, when I looked up success, it is favorable or a desired outcome. Okay, let's keep that in mind. Favorable and a desired outcome. It's easiest to measure someone's success by looking at what they got. <laughs> by looking at what their image is all about, right? Um, that's why a lot of money, time, and effort goes into people's images. We can, you can pick up your phone right now and scroll through Instagram and see how people stage their success, right? You got the car, you got the designer, you got the beat face, you got the hair, you got got the money. Some people like to take picture of their money. That's your business, okay? But we measure success, right? Remember, success is favorable or a desired outcome. We, we measure these favorable things by looking at what people have. But when it comes to people, it come, it, 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 it's two things. The abundance and the glamour. That's how we measure success. When it comes to the abundance, who, who can get the most followers on Instagram? Who can get the most followers on TikTok? That is a lot of our, of our goals nowadays. It's like, what can I do to get more people to watch me do what I do? It's not a bad thing, but, you know, it is what it is. How much money can I make? What can I spend it on so I can show the world? When it comes to glamorous, right? The glamorous things, people are trying to figure out ways how they can become goals of, of every sort. Relationship goals, body goals, money goals, travel goals. All my friends, they, they didn't went to Thailand and they didn't went to Cancun and, you know, and I ain't been nowhere or, you know, I'm, I'm working this, this job, but my other friends started their careers. I'm the only one in my friend circle that's not married. It's easy to compare ourselves to other people's images, the things that we think that are successful, but don't know the real story behind it. Everything that glitters is not gold. And I'm not by any means saying that Having nice things is a bad thing. Going on trips is a bad thing. Being fabulous is a bad thing. Shoot, my uh, my sash says 100 and fabulous. Because I am. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we measure people's success by what we see. But not necessarily knowing the work that goes into these things. Not knowing that there was a step one and two and three and so on to get where folks are. 
And it's really easy to get discouraged because if you don't have what looks successful now, then we it's then we deem ourselves unsuccessful. Every time I sit down or I have the opportunity to ask people questions, I ask them, what are you successful in? And I get a couple faces like, hmm? Because you're in transition, because you are a young adult and you don't have you know, everything that you desire in this moment, I still challenge people to think of themselves successful. If you are doing something, worked hard at it, and you are yielding results, whether if you're at step one, step four, step six, if you're making moves, that's success. But it's really easy for us to be so down on ourselves when we don't see the glitter and the gold. When other people seem like they're thriving greater than we are. I'm going to tell y'all something funny. Not really funny. Like It's not ha-ha funny, but it's like, really? I used to be afraid of success. Legit. I was afraid of success. And in the way that I feared it, it was I feared trying to be successful or conquering a goal or completing something big in the fear of failing at it. So um, I want to say around 2018, 2018 was the first time that I kind of peeped around, um, figuratively speaking, peeped around the corner and felt a little bit more confident in walking in success, if that makes sense. Um, If you're like me, I want to encourage you that that feeling of I'm afraid of failing instead of succeeding in something, it's real. But I want to encourage you that stepping out on faith and walking according to God's plan for your life is the beginning of true success. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. It's, it's, and I thank God for that because I've, most of my life, I've been very timid and afraid to really just go after something. But in 2000, excuse me, in 2018, I felt a shift. I felt a shift. And I the, the places that God was taking me and the things he was going to bring me to, I could not be scared to do it. It was go hard or go home. But God reassuring me that he is with me is the only thing that I needed. God is with me. And when God is with you, your plans 
will succeed. If you commit them to him, they'll succeed. Amen. Now I want to talk about success in the eyes of God. It's good to have plans. And it's nice to be successful, but I, I really want to encourage someone to commit your plans into the Lord. The Bible says in Proverbs 16 and 3, one of my favorite verses, commit your works into the Lord and he will establish your plans. Essentially what that means is everything that you do, commit it to God. Ask the Lord to order your footsteps. Ask him to be the, the captain of that ship. Ask him to show you the way and he will establish your plans. Anything that God establishes, it cannot be uprooted. Just saying. Anything we establish, the wind can take it and it can be gone. An earthquake can shake and it'll break. But anything that God establishes, it's there to stay. It's there to stay. Now, how... <clears throat> Do we trust God's plan? We have to get to an understanding that God's plan, not all the time he going, he's going to reveal things from top to bottom to you. Not all the time. Not most times. Because if God told us, what he was going to do with us, for us, and through us, we would mess it up if we're not ready to receive it, if we're not mature enough to handle it in the moment. So what God does, he shows us step by step by step by step. Whatever is next or whatever is far ahead, right now, it ain't none of your business. Yes, it's your life, but walk with me. It ain't none of your business. Because if God shows us what he's going to do with us and through us, we're, we're nine times out of 10, y'all, we are going to want to take the reins and do it ourselves. And what's the point of trusting God? What's the point? He wants us to trust him. So he'll take us step by step by step, right? Amen. God's plan for success requires us to surrender our own. What I mean about that is asking the Lord what it is that you want me to do. Yes, I have plans, but God's plans, they're greater. And submitting to him and to submitting to his ways. And, I, and and a part of submission is being obedient. Because when God tells you to do something, we need not to question him. We need not to drag our feet about it. When it comes to making our own plans, I could tell you, like I told you a minute ago, <clears throat> I used to be really afraid of success. And so what I would do I'd play it safe. I'd do the minimum. I wouldn't go, um, I wouldn't put myself out there. I would do just enough just for my comfort. 
But when God has a plan, when God wants to use you, his, his plan is always going to be bigger than yours. It's always going to be better than yours. It's always going to be more. And it's always going to be mind-blowing. God's plan. And as I sit in this chair, as I sit in front of this microphone, all of this, however you got to this episode, if you went on YouTube, if you went on the um, Apple Podcasts, if you went on Spotify, all of this, was not my plan. This was God's plan. This was God's doing because Kendra would have played it safe. Kendra would have quit 20, um, maybe 80 episodes ago. Kendra would have. But God Stays blowing my mind. And I don't know if it's just me or not, but I really have grown for the past couple of years. And I've said this a few times um, on the show. This was not a part of my idea, a part of my plan to start the show. But when God speaks and when God has a plan, I've learned at this point in my life, I just have to say yes. I just have to be obedient. I can't waste any time. I have to move when God says move. I have to tarry when he says tarry and stay. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm a witness. God is is mind-blowing in every single thing. I can remember um, talking to Emmanuel about getting the show started. And I think this is before I got all the equipment. We were on the phone and he asked me like, how many episodes or how often do you want to produce an episode? And I told him... I'll probably produce an episode maybe twice a month. And he was like, uh, you're going to lose engagement. I wouldn't really um, recommend you doing twice a month. How about every week? And on the phone, I was like, every week in my head. I was like, okay, okay. Scared. Like, no, I don't want to do this every week. I'm scared. I'm scared to do it. I'm scared that I won't be successful. I'm scared that I, I won't have things to talk about, that people won't like, you know, the show that I, just a whole bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with God's plan. We come up with stuff and excuses that ain't nobody that ain't even happened yet <laughs> when it comes to being fe- uh, fearful of success. I know I did. 
ain't even started the show yet. And I have um, 50, 11 excuses as to why I'm, I'm scared to do it. But God, that but God changes everything. It does. It changes everything. And um, I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for what he is doing. I want to read um, Proverbs 19 and 21 from the NIV version. It says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I'm going to read that one more time. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Wow. In other words, we can have all of the wonderful ideas of what we think, but God is only going to fund his plans for your life. He only going to fund his plans for your life. Because the reality is we think too small. Some of us like me, we play, we play it safe. But when God speaks to you, you know it's him speaking to you. Because you're like, what, Lord? You want me to do what? It's, it's outrageous. In my experience... <laughs> but it's what he's called you to do. I want to encourage someone. Whatever it is that the Lord has called you to do. And how many different ways you didn't try to get out of it. Or go around it. Or go above it or underneath it. Or between it. The Lord's purpose will prevail. Just say yes to him. Just be obedient to him. Just serve him and love him like you know how. Amen. I want to read that verse one more time. That is in my spirit. Jesus. Proverbs, 8, um, Proverbs 19 and 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. I can't tell you time after time after time. God has blown my mind. Here I am planning to do something. And God said, Kendra, that, that's not big enough. That's not far enough. <clears throat> I got something, something bigger for you. I'm calling you out a little bit further. I need you to reach some people in places that they that others can't reach. I need you to minister to some folks that feel like they're alone. And I could have not done half of the ministering that I've been doing these past two years through the show 
if I did not say yes, if I did not obey, if I did not submit my mediocre, my mediocre ideas and, and, and mediocrity in the way that I was living and thinking, how I was suggesting God use me, I wouldn't have accomplished half if I didn't say yes. My challenge for you today is to say yes. It's, it's easier to say yes to the Lord than struggling with, with doing the opposite. I hope someone was encouraged by this episode that you trust the Lord with your plans. That someone is encouraged to do a little bit more praying, to seek God, to listen and to hear for what he has for you. All right, let's pray out. Father, we thank you so much for your goodness, your kindness, your, your mercy, your wonder. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for loving us the way that you do and attending to us the way that you do, Father. God, I pray right now that you encourage your son, your daughter that is listening to this episode. I pray that you give them confidence to trust you. Give them boldness to step out on the things that you've called them to do for greatness. And that they will be successful in their obedience to you. God, keep us and we shall be kept. Jesus, let me pray. Amen. All right, y'all. That is the conclusion of episode 100. Remember, share this with someone that you know that needs to hear this message. Put somebody on game on this popping podcast show. Okay? Until next time, beautiful people. Be blessed. Thank you.